hi. It is far. It is the new episode of I Bleed Pinstripes, and it's been way too long since I've done one of these. This is episode number 26, and as I like to do, I like to go back in Yankee history and see the men and women, well, actually just the men, maybe some women who wear those uniform numbers at home, who have worn the number for the Yankees. Uh, The number dates back to 1929, and the first man to wear it, Cedric Durst. Uh, After that, Samuel Byrd, George Yehuli. Let's see, gonna look, Ken Silvestri Ward in 1941, Ken Sears in 43, Uh, Hugh Casey in 49, He's been to a few old-timer games. Ted Clevenger wore in 61-62. Ryan Duran also wore it 58-61. Let's see here. Frank Baker, 70-71. Fernando Gonzalez. Does anybody remember that name? 1974. Cesar Tovar, 76. Domingo Ramos, 78. Johnny Oates, who would become a future manager with the Orioles. Shane Raleigh. Boy, I remember Shane Raleigh. Those were my teams back then, 82, 84. Neil Allen, the former Met. Joe Negro, 85 to 86. That's when uh, he uh, had the Emory board in his back pocket. John Montefusco, 85 to 86. Brian Little, Ivan De Jesus. And uh, my friend Danny Chester will get a, a good laugh with Paul Zuvella. Rick Roden, 87 to 88. Stan Jefferson, 89. Jimmy Jones, 89 to 90. I mean, I do not. Those were some bad Yankee teams then. Uh, some more familiar names. Steve Farr wore it from 91, 93. For most of you who don't know, he was the closer back then. Daryl Boston in 94. Then Daryl Strawberry Ward in 95. Kevin Elster, another former Met, 95. Oh, and that Andy Fox, 96 to 97. Scott Pose. Who remembers Scott Pose in 1997? Obviously, Shane Spencer Ward in 98. And then El Duque, Orlando Hernandez, 98 to 2004. Ray Sanchez. Mark Bellhorn, Terrence Long, Sal Fasano, boy, he had a good mustache, Will Nieves, Jose Molina Award for two years and got a World Series ring from 2007 to 2009, Austin Kearns Award in 2010, Kevin Russo, Greg Golson, Nick Johnson on one of his returns to the Yankees, I think that was a third time. Romero Pena, who I believe is still playing with the Braves. Uh, He wore that in 2012. Darnell McDonald wore it in 2012. Uh, Obviously, Eduardo Nunez wore it the last few years. And right now, never nervous, young Gervis Salate, who amazingly leads the Yankees in RBIs. Well, it's probably, I think, almost the quarter point in the season so far. And uh, the Yankees are 19 and 17. They're, They're Game and a half behind the Orioles right now, who are 20 and 15. Nobody's running away with this division so far. Uh, Tampa Bay is only five and a half out, and they're in last place, 16 and 22. Uh, And crazy, the Yankees also have a minus 11 run differential. There's only one team in the American League East with a plus differential, and that's Toronto. And they're 18 and 20. So it's a weird baseball season. A lot of people had said, you know, the AL East, it's toughest division in baseball. I don't know about that right now. As I look around, you can say the uh, NL West with the Dodgers, 20 and 19, Colorado, 23 and 17, and San Francisco, 24 and 14 could be the best division. And I wouldn't even say that Arizona, even though they're 10 down, uh, 10 games out, 
and they're 15 and 25, but that's a good division there. Uh, as I look around, the, the NL East is pretty tough too. You got Atlanta, Miami, and Washington separated by two and a half. Even the Mets and Philly, who are in last place, only four games back. Um, but besides that, I wouldn't say that the AL East, I mean, they are beating up, and they really haven't played that much together. The Yankees are, I think, five and two against the Sox. And uh, they took, I believe, two out of three from Tampa a couple weeks ago. But uh, nobody's running away with the division. It's going to be a long slog through this year. Um, And obviously, lots of questions right now uh, with the Yankees. Uh, CC now joining Nova, who is out for the year. He's uh, undergone Tommy John surgery. And Michael uh, Pintar Pineda. on the DL. And right now, except for Hiroki Kuroda and... Oh my god, I can't believe I can't remember his name right now. <laughs> uh, but our Japanese export, the uh, Masahiro Tanaka. <laughs> Why couldn't I remember his name? I don't know. Anyway, they've been uh, Tanaka has just been phenomenal. He's five and 2.57 ERA, forty nine innings pitch, already fifty eight Ks, and I think about let's see seven walks, and he's just been. As advertised, he's been great. You can't ask for anything more uh, with the transition coming over from Japan. Uh, Kuroda has been okay. He pitched much better his last start. Uh, as I look, he's 2-3, and 4-4-3 ERA. And uh, we're really going to have to rely on him right now. David Phelps, um, Vidal Nuno, and uh, it looks like uh, Alfredo Aceves will be taking over uh, in the Yankee rotation. Uh, you know, And thank God for the bullpen right now. The bullpen has been pretty solid. Uh, Batances, Warren, Kelly, uh, Robertson, uh, Matt Thornton, they've done a really good job out there. Uh, but if you ask your bullpen to have to do something every day, it's going to affect them at a certain point in time. And uh, right now the Yankees are, uh, you know, they're in a stretch right now where they're playing uh, only National League teams, and they're really going to need to meet, you know, meeting themselves up on this because uh, – you know, right now, I'm a little worried. I, I'm going to say it. I'm a little worried. I don't know how good this team is. Like I said, they've pitched fine. They've been fine. Their pitching has been fine. Uh, but the hitting, uh, we're not really not really hitting that well. Uh, when you look at it, uh, the middle of the order, everybody's doing okay. You know, uh, you, you know, take away Ichiro, who's only batted up 55 times. Most guys have batted about over 108 to about 134 times. You look at... Jacoby Ellsbury, he's definitely the MVP of the team. The guy can do no wrong. He's just been phenomenal. Defense, offense, he's a five-tool guy. Uh, doesn't hit as as much for power anymore, but boy, he's just had a phenomenal season so far. Brett Gardner's been solid. You know, you can't ask anything more from him. Mark Teixeira has done a really solid job since coming back, uh, leading the team with seven home runs. Uh, I guess I wanted more from Beltran. He'd really started off hot. Uh and I think he'll be fine. But again, a guy like Brian McCann's not really hitting. Uh, and he's sort of, uh, I guess in past years, the fans would be on his back. But it seems that Yankee Stadium is not what once what, what it was once, you know. Uh, if you, there was an excerpt from Mariano Rivera's uh, uh, book and how he said that, you know, once they moved over to the new stadium, he's like, I don't know what it was, but this place doesn't hold as much sound. The fans are not as rabid as they once were. Um, and again, it's something where you can talk into the ground. It is what it is. 
Uh, this is probably our stadium for the next hundred years and going to have to live with it. And I always wonder if the Yankees organization is doing something to try to capture that sound because it's being lost there. Uh, they went from maybe the most feared home field advantage to like, you know, it's just nothing really now. Don't get me wrong. Uh, 2009, I thought it was great. I thought, you know, Jeter's 3000, 3000 hit was great. We've had some great moments. Uh, last year, Mariano's last game, the place was, uh, you know, magical. But on an everyday basis, it doesn't happen. I went to a Red Sox game, the last of the uh, four-game set, and I thought the place was great. And, uh, you know, it was what I wanted and that I wanted, you know, it was uh, the day before, I believe it was the day before spring break uh, for most kids and people or human beings, whatever. And so the it was a Sunday night ESPN game, but the crowd was so into it and uh, from the first pitch, and it was just really great. It felt like the old place. So I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. All I can do is what I can do. Can't do anything more. Uh, obviously, the big story so far this year, uh, besides all the injuries and everything else in the pine tar, is young Gervis Salate, who has just been amazing uh he's played a great third base he leads the team in rbis with 20 uh he's batting over 315 and i liked that there was a point there where about four or five games he didn't get a hit and then he took a day off and then he went right back at it and uh, he's just become you know a solid guy and uh you kind of wonder who played third base before him I, i don't remember i don't remember that guy's name um jeter's been okay you know i hate to say that but he's been okay uh, he's been 250, home run, seven RBIs. Uh, on base, though, very good, very respectable, 320. Um, but, you know, it, it's a transitional year and, and that this team is moving away from the Jeter. And, you know, next year it's going to be such a weird team. I know I'm the, I shouldn't be thinking about next year, but when you think, about, you know, this could be, you know, uh, Jacoby Ellsbury's team next year, you know, uh, Brian McCann's team next year. It's really going to change. But um, right now there's, you know, it's a sense of uh, a dread a little bit. Uh, But the schedule is not so bad in that the Yankees have a lot of uh, interleague play coming up. I almost said interracial. (laughs) The Yankees have a, a good stretch here. Um, They've got the Mets tonight for two, and then they've, they play the mountain city. For another two. Then they've got the Pirates who are not playing so great. Then they go see the Cubs out in Chicago. And then they play the White Sox uh, for four games. So the Yankees are actually, for the whole week, uh, next week, will be in Chicago for six games. That's almost never, uh, you never hear of that. Uh, and then they go to St. Louis to play the Cardinals and then the Twins. So they can win some games here. They're not a bad team. They're fun. They're, I think they're a lot more fun to watch this year. Um, but, you know, pitching's going to catch up to you. And at a point, you can't keep losing people, and Kuroda, you know, has to pitch a lot better than he's pitching, and, you, you know, you kind of wonder, you know, how far can you ride this guy? Um, we saw it last year, the last two years, you know, second half, he doesn't do so well, um, but, you know, the huge positive, the bullpen's been solid, like I said, and also uh, Tanaka has been fabulous, and I just love watching him pitch. Uh, we're going to need to get CC back. And then again, it's kind of like, well, what CC are we going to get? Is the knee was the knee bothering him that much that he wasn't able to push off? To was that not helping his pitches to break as much as he wanted them to? Because it seems all of a sudden he has no slider. This guy used to have a great slider, and he doesn't seem to have that pitch. I get that his velocity is down, but 
where, you know, where are his other pitches? He should be a good enough pitcher to transition from a power pitcher. It's been done many times. And I believe he's here for the next three years. So it's like, you know, in my head, I'm like, you know, when you see CC pitch like five and two thirds, you're like, what is going on? I, I was so used to watching CC, you know, night before going, oh, I know we're going to get seven, eight, possibly nine innings out of this guy. And right now, you know, five innings, six innings, and, and that's not enough. Um, hopefully Pineda can come back and be the Pineda that we saw early on, pitching really strong and you know, we're really going to need the guy and hopefully he understands about the pine tar. Hopefully, uh, they've got an interpreter who has talked to him and, uh, said things. Um, you know, I, I think for the majority of people, they say that pine tar really doesn't do anything to the ball. The reason why pitchers do use it is for grip, especially on a cold night. You, the balls are slick and, uh, they actually do put mud on this. Like they get this special mud. I think it's down in like Mississippi or Alabama somewhere down south where there's this specific mud that they get. This guy has it, and he goes out and gets it for them for Major League Baseball. Uh, but that being said, uh, we need him back strong. Uh, you know, we cannot win a division with Alfredo Aceves, uh, David Phelps, and Vidal Nuno. That's just not going to work. Um, but it's a long season, and things go up and down, and we'll see how they work out. Um but I think that's it for me right now, guys. Uh, it's uh, I'm going to try to do these a little more and maybe just more off the cuff. Uh, I actually was not happy with my last performance. I thought the opening pod was really good and that I spoke from my heart. And and then I got back to the last pod where I was just doing this, like, you know, tr- dropping numbers and the box score. And I was just like, you know, that's, that's not what I want to do. And uh, I was really not happy with it. And it's probably the reason why I kind of stayed away for a while. I just felt like I had nothing to say. And uh, sometimes I do this and I kind of wonder, like, who's listening? Does anybody care? I do like it and I enjoy it, but sometimes wonder what the end game is or why am I doing this? I don't know. This It's just a whole, you know, stuff that goes on in your head. Anyway, I do love the Yankees. I'll always love the Yankees. I'll die with my Yankee hat on. Um And so that's it for me. Anyway, sayonara. Uh, Love you guys. Bye. This has been a presentation of Hatfield Digital. 